This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. We have overcast skies, 28 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Wednesday. It's the 23rd of February, 2022. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. And well, we've had quite a change in our forecast today. In fact, we're now under a winter storm warning. That has prompted the South Conway County School District, Nemo Vista School District, and Wonderview School District to pivot to AMI days today. The Conway County Library has also notified us that they'll be closed. Now, things don't look too bad right now, but according to radar, this winter storm will arrive in our area out of the southwest about 10 o'clock this morning. We could see some sleep between now and then, turning into freezing rain around 10 o'clock, and that's what will be with us for several hours throughout the day. A high temperature of only 33 today. Now, if you don't know the difference between sleet and freezing rain, I saw a great meme on the internet just a few weeks ago that one of the Little Rock meteorologists shared. Sleet is like getting sprinkles on your cupcake, and the freezing rain is more like a big glaze. Now, the forecasters say in this area, total daytime ice accumulation, one-tenth to three-tenths of an inch possible. That is enough to make things pretty slippery out there. Overnight, the potential for rain and freezing rain. And that's where we could get up to a half of an inch of ice accumulation. Our overnight low down to 30. We still have the potential for freezing rain till about noon on Thursday. Turning into rain in the afternoon. And it's going to be another cold day. High of only 37 on Thursday. Rain chances should end by Thursday night. We'll have some gradual clearing, a low of 24. And sunshine Friday and a high of 44. Now, we are paying close attention to this forecast as we've got seven Conway County teams playing in regional tournaments this week. Eric Tyler will be along with our sports report a little bit later on. But again, we're under a winter storm warning until midday Thursday. And South Conway County School District, Nemo Vista School District, and Wonderview School District have all notified us that there will be no class today. It will be an AMI day. Overcast and 28 degrees at the KVOM studios. And let's take a moment to congratulate our employee of the day. It is Shelby Dixon at Beginnings Preschool. Obituaries this morning, Georgia Brown, age 95, of Kansas City, Kansas, formerly of Moralton, died Tuesday, February 15th. Funeral service will be this Saturday, February 26, 11 a.m. at Harding Street Church of Christ. Visitation will be from 10 a.m. until service time at the church. Arrangements are by Vance Wilson and Jarrett Funeral Directors of Moralton. Rosemary Sigler-Grice, age 78, of Moralton, died Monday, February 21st. She lived in Conway County for the last 10 years of her life, attended services at Rose Hill Church of the Nazarene in Little Rock, and was a homemaker. She is survived by her sons, Charles Ham of Little Rock and Terry Ham of Conway, one brother, 13 grandchildren, and 19 great-grandchildren. Arrangements are by Rosewood Cremation and Funerals of Moralton. Susan Melissa Cleese, age 48, of Moralton, died Saturday, February 19th. Visitation will be held this Friday, February 25th, at 1 p.m. at Bob Neal and Sons Chapel in Moralton. Funeral service will follow at 2 p.m. at the same location. Arrangements are by Rosewood Cremation and Funerals of Moralton. Joyce Gell Lankford, age 74, of Houston, died Saturday, February 19th. The family will hold graveside services this Saturday, February 26th, at 2 p.m. at Viney Grove Cemetery in Houston. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Elizabeth Beth Louise Lear, age 72, of Orlando, Florida, formerly of Moralton, died Thursday, February 17th. 
She is survived by her brother, Charles Chuck Petty of Orlando, Florida. Funeral services will be Saturday, February 26 at 2 p.m. at Harris Funeral Home with burial following at Elmwood Cemetery in Moralton. The family will receive friends an hour prior to service time at the funeral home. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Coming up on 736, overcast, 28 degrees at the KVOM studios. Not much of a warm-up today, only to 33. We're under a winter storm warning until Thursday midday. We've got an 80% chance of sleet this morning turning into freezing rain by this afternoon. And again, that's prompted the South Conway County, Nemo Vista, and Wonderview School Districts to cancel classes and pivot to an AMI day today. The Conway County Library has also notified us that they'll be closed. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 737, overcast, 28 degrees at the KVOM studios. We're under a winter storm warning through midday Thursday. Arkansas's election year is officially kicked off as the filing period for state, federal, and local offices began Tuesday. In Conway County, 26 candidates filed for office on the first day of the filing period. Among the contested races for the May election that are confirmed based on first-day filings are in the Democratic primary for mayor of Plummerville between Patsy Johnson and James Wilson, and in the Republican primary for Ward 1 Position 2 on the Moralton City Council between Benny Baker and Courtney Martin. Two incumbent officeholders filed for re-election as independent candidates, Conway County Judge Jimmy Hart and Moralton Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer. In a social media post, The mayor noted that none of the city issues are partisan matters, and he's running on his own record, not a party. During his seven years in office, Lipsmeyer says he and his leadership team have invested close to $18 million in the city without raising taxes, which has brought in over $800 million from the private sector. He adds that the city has seen its sales tax grow, its population increase, and new business come to town. He says he wants to continue the path to move Moralton forward. You know, we work together as a team. We've accomplished a lot of things. And as you see, uh, COVID has kept people shopping locally. And I think people are now really getting that message that if they kept their money at home and they could see our sales tax dollars have really increased, we're putting that into pavement. We're putting that into new park equipment at at City Park and Sullivan Park. We're putting that into the bowling alley. We're putting that into new pickleball courts, new tennis courts. You know, these are quality of life things that draw people into town. It's just great, the things that are happening here in Marlton. On the state scene, this year's election marks an open governor's race, with Republican Governor Asa Hutchinson unable to seek re-election because of term limits. Former White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders has been running for more than a year for the office and has more than $7 million in the bank. Several Democrats are also running for the state's top office. The deadline to file for office is Tuesday, March 1st at noon. Michael Hammonds has announced his candidacy for a re-election as Justice of the Peace District 8 on the Conway County Quorum Court and formally filed for the position on the Democratic ticket Tuesday. 
Hammond states that he has enjoyed working with and for the people in District 8, as well as for the people of the entire county. Hammonds currently serves on the Budget and Finance, Personnel and Governmental, Public Health and Safety, and Jail Committees. Also active in the community, Hammond serves on the Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce Board, the Board for the Senior Adult Center, and is a Farm Bureau Board member. He's also Chairman of the Deacon Board at St. Matthew No. 2 Baptist Church in Moralton. Michael and his wife Marilyn are lifelong residents of Conway County. Hammonds is asking the people of District 8 for their support, and he looks forward to working for and with the people for the next two years. A recommendation to increase the starting salary for county sheriff's deputies and jailers will go before the Conway County Quorum Court next week in a joint meeting of the court's Budget and Finance and Personnel and Governmental Committees on Tuesday. Sheriff Mike Smith spoke about the need to make deputies' salaries more competitive with neighboring departments in order to attract and maintain qualified candidates. What we come up with is uh, a certified law enforcement where we started that at, what was it, 36, 134, bumping that part up to 40,134. And after certification or after a 90-day period, giving them the $6,000 bump. That still puts us within uh, $2,208 less than Marlin BD does. I don't know how to make any better argument than, than that. It's just the folks that are here, we want to keep them, and we definitely need to be competitive with everybody else. After much discussion and consideration, a motion was passed to recommend to the full quorum court the starting salary for deputies be increased by approximately $4,000 to just over $40,000 per the sheriff's request along with the $6,000 increase upon certification or a 90-day probationary period. Under the same recommendation, the starting salary for jailers would also increase to just over $30,000 for non-certified employees and over $31,000 for those who are certified. In addition, current deputies and jailers whose salaries are less than the proposed new starting salary would get a raise to that level. Also during Tuesday's meeting, committee members agreed to revise a recommendation made during last Monday's meeting to clarify that the starting salary for county employees would increase by 4% and that only employees whose salary would be lower than that new proposed starting salary would get a raise up to that new level, as explained by Personnel Committee Chairman Thomas Flowers. Motion by Terry. Second by Michael that we go with the revisions that is based on 4% and then bring anybody under the below 4% up to where the new beginning salary is. The revised proposal would cost the county approximately $18,000 as opposed to the $75,000 that was projected in the recommendation made last week. The recommendations will be presented to the full quorum court for consideration at the group's regular meeting next Monday. The committees will meet again prior to that meeting to further discuss salary adjustments for sheriff's deputies. Active COVID case numbers continued to fall Tuesday, and the number of patients hospitalized in Arkansas remained on a steep decline, according to the latest data from the Arkansas Department of Health. Statewide, 869 new cases of the virus were recorded, and the number of active cases declined by approximately 1,000 from Monday to 8,968. Hospitalizations declined by 51 from the previous day to 665. Eight new cases were recorded in Conway County, where the number of active cases declined by 10 for the day to 79. No new cases were recorded in Perry County on Tuesday, and the number of active cases there declined by 4 to 47. The U.S. Army Corps of Engineers has issued a small craft advisory 
for the McClellan-Kerr-Arkansas River Navigation System in Arkansas. Rainfall over eastern Oklahoma and western Arkansas is causing flows on the system to rise. Small craft advisories are issued when flows exceed 70,000 cubic feet per second. Strong currents and large debris can threaten the safety of pleasure craft during high flows. River flows upstream of Dardanelle rose above 70,000 CFS on Tuesday. Flows exceeding that level will make their way downstream over the next few days. Additional rainfall is forecasted over the river basin through Friday and may push flows higher. Now 744, let's check our market report. Here's Edna Hill of Edward Jones in downtown Moralton. On Wall Street, equities finished lower on Tuesday following on last week's decline as geopolitical tensions remain front and center. Russian recognition of two separatist regions of Ukraine and the movement of Russian troops into those regions has further raised the cautious tone in global markets that was already stemming from the Fed's hawkish monetary policy pivot this year. Global markets also posted declines with Asian stocks under the most pressure. Of note, fixed-income markets did not signal a broader flight to safety, with 10-year Treasury yields holding steady on the day. Oil saw the most sizable move, with crude prices rising again on Tuesday as potential supply disruption stemming from Russian sanctions continues to push oil to the highest levels since 2014. The Dow closed at 33,597, down 483 points. The Nasdaq closed at 13,382, down 167 points. Volume was heavy as 1.2 billion shares traded hands on the big board. Taking a look at stocks of interest to Arkansans, AT&T down 0.12 at 23.75. Bank of America down 0.40 at 45.56. Centerpoint Energy up 0.59 at 27.20. Deering Company down 15.32 at 353.78. Energy Corp down 0.11 at 104.51. Under Armour down 0.22 at 14.24. Simmons Bank down 0.31 at 28.46. Regions Financial up 0.18 at 23.88. Southwestern Energy down 0.21 at 4.45. Tyson Foods up 0.17 at 92.44. Walmart down 1.54 at 136.45. Live Ramp down 0.23 at 39.87. Interpublic Group up 0.28 at 36.39. Nextera Energy down 0.37 at 73.78. Natural gas up 0.06 at 4.49. Precious metals were higher. Gold was up 2.90 at 1,902.70. Silver was up 0.16 at 24.16. I'm Edna Hill, Senior Branch Office Administrator. Edward Jones, Doug Cahill's office, North Moose Street, downtown Marlton. Before we get to our community calendar, I do want to remind you that we are under a winter storm warning. The radar showing that an ice storm is expected to move through our area in the next couple of hours. That's already prompted the South Conway County School District, Nemo Vista School District, and Wonderview School District to close, along with the Conway County Library. We will tell you what's on our community calendar right now, but keep in mind those events could be canceled if the officials behind them decide that it's too dangerous to meet. We'll start with this one. The Perry County Extension Service holding a bull selection and EPD workshop tonight at 6 at the Perryville High School Cafeteria with guest speaker Dr. Mark Johnson, professor of animal science and extension specialist at Oklahoma State University. They're going to have a beef dinner, but you had to pre-register through the Perry County Extension Office to get that meal. 
The Conway County Retired Teachers Association is set to meet tomorrow morning at 10 at the Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce. The Moralton Planning and Zoning Commission meeting Thursday at 5.30 in the City Council meeting room at Moralton City Hall. Hattieville Baptist Church will host the Women of Testimony Conference Friday and Saturday. Friday's activities begin with dinner at 5 with speakers to follow. Saturday begins with lunch at noon with speakers to follow. No charge and all are welcome. 749 overcast, 28 degrees at the KVOM studios. Eric Tyler's along next with sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. KVM's Newswatch with Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. High school basketball regional tournaments were scheduled to get underway today, but Mother Nature has other plans. Marlton's girls scheduled to play Prairie Grove at 4 p.m. from the Class 4A North Region Tournament in Farmington. One of these boys were scheduled to play Marvel at 5.30 p.m. in the Class 1A Region 3 Tournament at Guy Perkins. And Sega Hearts girls were supposed to play Clarendon tonight at 7 also from Guy Perkins. Now, those games at Guy Perkins have been postponed. I have not seen official word yet on the Farmington tournament, though I can't imagine they'll end up playing. Also, uh, tonight, Bigelow's boys were scheduled to play Melbourne at 5.30 p.m. I haven't seen and the Class 2A Central Region Tournament from White County Central. I haven't seen any word on that. And I know Perryville's games in the Class 3A Region t- 3 Tournament in Lamar also have been postponed. McJD Notate led five Razorbacks in double figures with 22 points, and the number 18 Arkansas men's basketball team snapped a 14-game losing streak in Gainesville with an 82-74 win over Florida last night. Devo Davis added 19 points, and Jalen Williams had another double-double with 15 points and 10 rebounds to help the Razorbacks improve their record to 22-6 overall, 11-4 in the Southeastern Conference. Hogs will host number 6 Kentucky on Saturday. The Arkansas women lost their third straight game on Wednesday, falling to Ole Miss 70-62. They'll return home to face Georgia on Thursday. Central Arkansas men's team plays at North Alabama tonight. Tip-off at 6 p.m. Pre-game coverage starting at 5.45 on our sister station, 92.7 Jack FM. The National Park College women's team won its first game in the NJCAA Region 2 tournament on Tuesday, beating South Arkansas Community College 67-49. Former Marlton High School standout Gala Calvin had eight points and two rebounds in the game for the Nighthawks. 7.51 now, and go to weather. We do have a little bit of an updated list of some closings and cancellations, and I believe every public school in Conway and Perry County will be off today with AMI Day. I think Sacred Heart School also doing the same. Uh, Marlton Arvac Head Start and Perry Head Start are both closed today, and also Conway County Library, uh, we've heard from, closed today. And we do have a winter storm warning is now in effect. That was upgraded just last night, so winter storm warning for our area with uh, some pretty significant ice accumulations expected today, some more tonight, and even into tomorrow a little bit. But uh, first, current conditions, humidity is at 74%. North winds at 12 miles per hour, gusting up to 18 miles per hour. And barometric pressure, 30.41 inches. Low temperature this morning, 26 degrees. High yesterday was 62. A year ago today, the low was 29. The high was 76.
another nine one hundredths inch of rain over the last 24 hours. That was uh, mainly really about this time yesterday morning before that uh, ended uh, with that rain system. In total for the year now at the KVM studio is 8.04 inches. Our sunset this evening is at 6 o'clock, sunrise tomorrow morning at 6.47. And forecast is calling for uh, some sleep likely this morning. Rain or freezing rain midday, then freezing rain after 2 p.m. And high only around 33 degrees. We're going to hover right around freezing or just below it most of the day. And total daytime ice accumulation up to three-tenths of an inch uh, just during the day. So, again, that's a pretty significant amount that certainly could impact uh, roadways and uh, power lines and, and trees. So, uh, could have some, uh, some hazardous conditions uh, throughout the day today. And continuing tonight as we have rain or freezing rain, 90% chance tonight. Coming all freezing rain looks like after 2 a.m., Overnight low around 30 degrees and new ice accumulation uh, between two-tenths and four-tenths of an inch. That'll be additional tonight. So uh, good get uh, based on those totals uh, on the high ends uh, today and tonight up to three-quarters of an inch. So that's quite a bit of ice accumulation that we could see for our area. And then Thursday we have 100% chance of rain and freezing rain uh, before about 8 a.m. and rain and freezing rain about noon and should become a mainly rain event by Thursday afternoon. It should get up to around 37, so only a little bit above freezing tomorrow. And then clearing by Thursday night. We'll have some partly cloudy skies, but rain should be ending by Thursday night. Low down to 24, and then Friday, some much-needed sunshine. Uh, looks like high near 44 degrees. And again, winter storm warning is in effect for our area until 6 p.m. Thursday. And then we'll have high temperatures again, mid-40s on Saturday. Right now, we do have overcast conditions, 28 degrees in Marlton, approaching 755 on KVOM. Newswatch continues in just a moment. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. It is 7.58 now on KVOM on this Wednesday morning. And we're going on our close-up interview by Gene Fitzwater, representing the Marlton Kiwanis Club. Good morning to you, Gene. Good morning, Eric. All right, it's good to have you in. And uh, before the before this nasty weather right. comes in uh, this morning. So uh, we're going to talk, of course, about a big event coming up this weekend, the annual pancake breakfast for the Kiwanis Club. But first, Gene, if you could give us... I guess a little bit of uh, background and history on the Qantas Club, and particularly what, uh, the, what, what the uh, local club does. Right. I believe we'll be 100 years old as a club in, uh, next year. Wow. Uh, and so we're looking forward to celebrating that. Um, I've been involved in Qantas for probably 13 to 15 years now. Lost track of time, but I really love it. We do a lot of good things for the community. And uh, that's what this fundraiser, this is one of our biggest fundraisers of the year. Yep, absolutely. The annual pancake breakfast, which has been a uh, staple in Marlton for many, many, many years. I look forward to it every year. And right. so 
It is coming up this Saturday. It actually was supposed to be, or and is traditionally in January, but right, that's correct. Push it back this year, but it's coming up this Saturday. Right. We had to reschedule. Last year we weren't able to do the event because of COVID, but we did. We're, we're able to do a uh, an event um, that raised money, even though we didn't have a live event. Uh, the community came together and really supported us. We appreciate that. All right, and uh, so obviously this will be a fundraiser. What? What what type of things do do the funds go for? for well, we uh, we give scholarships to each of the schools in Conway County. That's one of the things that we do. Uh, we do a lot of things with beginnings daycare and uh, kids first, uh, children and families in the community. We have people coming to us all the time with needs, financial mm-hmm. needs. We're able to help them with that. Um, Angel Tree donations to Safe Place. We have. There's something all the time that we're doing. Yeah. So, uh, a, lot, yeah, a lot of great worthy causes right, right here in, in Conway County. So pancake breakfast this Saturday. Tell us where and when. And well, all it's going to be at the Sacred Heart Cafeteria like it always is. Unfortunately, we always schedule our pancake breakfast around Pee Wee Basketball. Mm-hmm. They've canceled the season, so we're really depending. We depend a lot on the crowd from the, the game to help us out. So we don't have that this year. Mm-hmm. So we're really asking the community to come out and support us from 7 o'clock in the morning till noon uh, at the Sacred Heart Cafeteria. Um, you know, if you wake up and think, oh, it's too late for me to go, no, we cook pancakes until mm-hmm. noon. Judge Hart and I will start the day off flipping pancakes, so we look forward to seeing them there. All right, yep, we get uh, breakfast. Uh, or, or brunch, yeah, I guess. It's all or, you or can eat, yep. pancakes and pettigene sausages. And everybody that comes looks forward to it. Like you said, Eric, you know, it's just something we've done for years. People really enjoy it. So we, we look forward to doing it this Saturday. All right. So uh, all you can eat dine in. Of course, you could get one to go. Right. Well you can you do that. We're, the way we're doing it this year because of COVID, we're having a live event. We'll keep everything sanitized. Throughout, when you know, when people leave out, we're going to make sure we get everything sanitized. If you come to the door, you don't want to come in, you can place an order. We'll bring it to the curb. Um, we do a lot of call, you know, carry outs. So, but either way you want to do it, uh, the my, I have my phone listed on the tickets, and uh, you know, we have that on the website as well, our Facebook page as well. You can call Carrie Ruff or myself, and I'll be glad to give that number. Mine is 889-4008, and uh, I don't have Carrie's in front of me right now, but if you want to call or if you know somebody in Kiwanis, we have, I'm going to name a few that people know, Patty Franklin, everybody in Conway County knows Patty Franklin, Angela Austin, Brenda Wilson works out at Kids First. Uh, Sherry at the courthouse, Sherry Cody, she's a good pl- place to go. She's at C- the City C- Hall. City Hall, yeah. I, City Hall, I, yeah. yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. I said courthouse. And, of course, Charles Lovelace has been yeah. in the club for a long time. Any of those, or if you just go to our Facebook page, you'll see all of our members there. You'll know someone in, in Kiwanis. Okay. All right, and you do get a little bit of a discount if you buy them in advance? Is yes, right? it's a dollar discount. So, actually, it is, uh, I've got that price down here, $5 in advance, $6 at the door for adults. Children is $3 in advance, $4 at the door uh, for ages 4 through 12. And kids under the age of 4 eat free. 
so if you got some kiddos under the age four bring them on down and and the the big thing that we've done year before last and this year we're doing we're calling it pancakes with princesses Mm -hmm. and so we'll have four or five princesses at the event we encourage you to bring your little girls dressed up in their princess outfit if you want to to eat breakfast with us all right sounds like a good time to saturday 7 or 12 at Sacred Heart Cafeteria. And, uh, again, nasty weather probably the next couple days, but it should be all all clear by then, I think. We so, hope so. Looking we sure forward do. to it. All right, Gene Fitzwater with the Marlton Kiwanis Club joining us this morning. Thank you so much. Thank you. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.